back to another football podcast, the second installment of the World Cup Final Reflections. Um, bear with us. It was the greatest game of all time in sports history. So we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more now that we have George. Harry is unfortunately not here. Uh, but we can uh, make fun of his picks in the, the pre-tournament predictions while he's not here. And then he can listen back to the episode and he will be very upset. And that will be pleasing. Uh, but George, how are you? How, how have you been? Yeah, very very well. Uh, been been doing doing just fine. Uh, just fine. How uh, just <laughs> you fine? sound like you've got something. To, I've been just fine. That's just nothing. Fun. Nothing happening here. Nothing special yeah. happened. The, Not the Messi winning the World Cup yeah. and Argentina doing yeah. it uh, in the the greatest game that has ever been ever in all of humanity. Uh, what what are your reflections on this kind of event, George? <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was really good for football. I don't know how you know how many people would, would watch it outside of you know football fans. I mean, World Cup is spectated by a lot of people, but then there are a lot of football fans. Um, I, I know, obviously, I, I watched it um, with with my girlfriend, and, and she's not massive into football, but it, you know, she was enjoying it, and and it was entertaining. I think just as a spect- spectacle on its own, without sort of you know needing to be a diehard fan. On top of that, obviously, Messi finally winning the World Cup. It's just it's just magical, really. I mean, obviously, it's Argentina, which isn't great for an Englishman, but it, France and uh, picking between France and Argentina is is not the you know not an easy or something I really want to do anyway. So yeah, um, couldn't really care either way apart from Messi. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really great. Um, it was it was just extremely entertaining. I thought well put together, well refed. Um, uh, and um, I won a few quid on the bets on it, which is, um, yeah, fantastic. Good, good, good for you. Um, I, I kind of wanted also to talk about the f- a few other things that we didn't really read about in like behind the scenes after the fact, uh, because it was it was a really weird sequence of events in the trophy presentation and mm. in the in the parades afterwards. Uh, and in the press conferences and the kind of the different videos that have been coming out. Um, and I wanted to start with the trophy lift. This is something that we covered very briefly last episode. Uh, mm-hmm. The the bisht that Lionel Messi was, was given yeah, by the there's, Emir. There's kind of been a mixed reaction to it on Twitter from what I've seen. There's some people that are, are for it, some people against it. I still kind of stand by what I said about it. It felt like... I, 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 I can't take it as an authentic gesture because of everything else around it. Because of the history behind the... the, oh, the history of this World, World Cup. Cup I can't take it as an authentic, nice gesture. I will say that I have fully shifted into the direction of it is an authentic gesture and it is very good because uh, I saw a video of the the little, um, I don't know, shop that designed the Bisht. Um, like they mm-hmm. they taken apparently they taken um like the height of of Messi like the official official height of Messi and like his um I don't know the different like waist ratios and stuff <laughs> I don't know um to be able to like do exclusively for him so I'm thinking now he kind of knew about about that like he was gonna get get given some sort of garment um and the Argentinian fans like between the World Cup final and going back home whenever they did the next day, they all like 
loads of Argentina fans would visit that place. And I saw uh, like a, re- a very brief interview video, I think on TikTok, with the with like a few of the workers that that work there, uh, and asking about like the uh, what what the size was and like how the process went and stuff like that. And uh, it was it was um, it was very good because it the where, it has where's Larissa's one? But that's what I was going to ask. Mm. You know, it, would they have, would they have done it? Uh, I think they would have. Um, but that's that's a good question. I don't but know. Then they would have had to have had it made. Yeah, they would have had. To and have, also, um, I, I like I, I'm sure the people that make it are all very nice. But the who the, the people who commissioned it is the, who I'm skeptical about. Yeah, and that's fair. That's fair. Um, but it's a it's a it's a it's called the bish. It's worn for. I I, I totally believe that it's a nice like... thing to give somebody. No problem with that at yeah. all. I you know if anybody wants to send me one, I'd be more than happy to wear it. But I, I'm. I'm like I'm just skeptical as the timings of it, and I think they know rightly the importance of 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 Messi holding the World Cup and the iconic photo that would have. And I still think it, they're trying to put a bit of uh, trying to put a bit of Qatar in that iconic moment mm. uh, for more sports washing purposes, yeah. more than anything else. I think I think it was bad timing. I think you, you've got to let Messi do the trophy lift without it but then i'm i'm more than happy yeah. if, messi, if you know because at that point i don't know if Messi. i don't think anyone knows if messi was actually um you know consulted about it beforehand but at that point if if they if he's then goes and accepts it it's almost like you're not he's not forced to do it just before he lifts a trophy if that makes sense he can go up he can he can receive it make a, a ceremony of that if you like i i really don't mind that it's just the timing was a little bit off. I'm less, to be fair, I'm less bothered by that than I was by um, the Salt Bay um, p- yeah. pictures, ah, and, 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 ah, which which ah. were just vile. It was the worst. I mean, that was the worst. Um, like, uh, has it been announced like how he's got in there? Did one of the players invite him? No, I think his he friends have been. Uh, yeah, it's FIFA. Yeah, I think he's close FIFA. to Tino. I could be wrong. He might have eaten yeah, in his geez. restaurant once. Uh, like loads of the players that were on the pitch had had eaten in in, in one of his restaurants before. But, come on, man. Who were who the hell are you? Surprised Ronald Why? McDonald wasn't there then. Like I'm sure all all the all the fans and all the players have eaten in his restaurant once or twice. Like Jared freaking Kushner was uh, an invitee. Like what the like what's going on? Like what's going on? What what yeah, are we doing probably- here? Uh, ju- just just on that, I've just googled it, and it is. I don't know if this is a particularly reputable uh, thing, but according to a Spanish newspaper report, um, he's apparently friends with with yeah Infantino. Uh, what's, so, the, what's the what's the newspaper? Just, just graceful. Um, I don't know. AS. AS. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um. So that that was that was weird too. Um. But I think what people will in tens of years we'll look back on yeah. is is just Messi winning the World Cup, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. And uh yeah, that mm-hmm. it, Messi Messi broke the Instagram record. Uh, seventy million likes and rising as of this morning. Uh it's just, just mental. The previous record was fifty eight million. Um yeah, the biggest event in the history of, of sports that was I wanna ask this though. Was this like was this your where does it rank among your favorite World Cup? I assume for for both of you, my first World Cup was two thousand and six. Your first World Cups would have been around that t- around that or two thousand and ten. 
Uh, which I which one was it actually? Takes, yeah. I remember 2010. I don't. Re- my memory is terrible, so 2006. I don't particularly remember. Uh, what, what was your favorite out of all of them? I don't particularly love any of them because wow, my team wasn't in it. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Um, I think I, you know what, I the, this is the best final. I think, I think I I don't know. It's hard to say. I can't really remember what I enjoyed more. Each like the whole thing. Yeah. But this one has the best memory for me already. Yeah. It's like that of... final and 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 Messi. The other ones like I feel like I've I I didn't get to see as much of this one just because of like the times and. Well, the the job I'm working. So we all did get to see. That's before, why this is like the fifth episode since the start of the thing. Yeah. Bef- yeah. Be- and whereas before, I would have like some of them would have been when I was at school, so yeah. would have been able to watch quite a few um, games and stuff. Um, uh, what one? Brazil was brilliant because England got knocked out I really early. Brazil. Yeah. Um, I Brazil. You know what? Brazil was. I would say Brazil. It was a pretty good. Now I'm thinking about it. I had the seven-one, um, yeah. few memorable moments. Um, yeah, that one's probably up there. Actually, thinking about it. Yeah, I uh, 2018 for me in terms of just celebrations with England. I was in you know a, a beer garden. We were winning games. Nice. Um, as soon as I left the country, uh, country we got knocked out. Um, I went to um, Spain. Went to Barcelona. Yeah. Got knocked out. So. It, that one was, in terms of enjoyment for England, that that was the best I, I could drink. You know, I could be around my friends. You know, it was hot. Um, we're mm. celebrating. Obviously, this one's got a completely different, um, I suppose, vibe for, for most people because it's in the winter. Yeah. Um, so it looked like the Australians were really enjoying themselves. Obviously, their summer over there. Um, yeah. Uh, so so they, they seem yeah. to take advantage of it. But... Um, for me, it was it was good footballing wise. I think it was the most competitive and the the most interesting. Yeah. Um, the actual games themselves, but in terms of feeling and emotion, definitely twenty eighteen. You know, what? I will say twenty fourteen for similar reasons to yours. I was going to say twenty eighteen because the, the the it was just hella fun. The, the yeah. games themselves were just like absolute quality from the very start. Like the second mm. day, you had. Uh, the Spain Portugal game, the three three. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was brilliant. Uh, yeah. Egypt yeah, were yeah. in the World Cup in 2018. The first game was really good, even though Salah didn't play. But the rest of the tournament was just an absolute disaster. But I just moved into an, like a new place, and I didn't have any like friends, so I was just like, just watching all the World Cup alone. Even like yeah. my brother was taking like summer classes. He missed the entire World Cup. So I will say 2014 just because uh, I got to watch a lot of games with like with people and enjoy with yeah. them. Um, it, it, the World Cup final, the uh, it was in Egypt, so electricity can tend to cut out, especially at that time. It cut out a lot, uh, and in the middle of the final, like in the middle of the second half, it cut out. So I had to go to like a restaurant and watch the rest of it there. Yeah. It was really good. That that was quite a good. The final was quite tense as well, but like it had a really good m- winner. Um, yeah, like the got to go is is pretty special yeah. goal. Yeah, it was, um, it was. as well. It was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as much as I was doing for Argentina at that time, but. Uh, yeah, 2014 was brilliant. So, yeah, Qatar, though, is, like, second least favorite, maybe least favorite, just because of the timing and not being able to watch Qatar, it. I, and it, yeah. got, it took the, a the, long, the long time re- to get The started. final is, like, 
it's recency bias and all that, but the final will stick in my head. Oh, best final. Like, yeah. It's the yeah, best yeah. Like, it, it really does take the World Cup up a notch. And I also think, like, the, although there was a lot of the, a lot of draws and a lot of nil-nils at the start of 1-1s in the first round, but it kind of set up the second half of the group stages to be very interesting because, yeah. because everybody was still in it. Yeah. Um. Like, like Spain, Spain, Germany, Costa Rica, and Japan's group was was crazy. The, um, both Germany I and also Spain were was, out at one point. It yeah. It was a really and it was a really good tournament for non-European teams. Yeah. Which was like I I I and I think it was sort of like this tournament is it with in a lot of ways and and with where it was is a bit of a slap in the face to. UEFA and and um and European teams and and people like me that are like are always rating the always rating the European teams higher. Yeah. And then so many of them like Belgium and and whatever you, you just sort of become complacent. Of course they're going to go through. And and there's been so many uh, South Korea and, and, and Japan um. Just, just like knocking some some big teams out, like to for Uruguay not to qualify, I was really shocked at that. Denmark were meant to be dark horses, bottom of the group. That sort, of, so a lot of these sort of teams that that you would have rated, uh, though Uruguay is not European, but I think it was um it was a bit of like a a bit of a wake up to the European teams that you know the, the everywhere else is 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 pretty good at football as well. I think my favorite thing, apart from the obvious about this World Cup, is that it proved um, that European teams have too many slots and the rest of the world have too few slots. Uh, So hopefully in 2026, when we see more teams, when we see nine or ten African teams, when we see, I don't know, I think it will be six CONCACAF teams, that some teams are going to be able to prove themselves more and a couple of African teams make it to the quarterfinal because there have been African teams in the past that were good enough to go very, very far and because of the brutality of the African qualifiers and the fact that only five qualify with how high quality African football is, we will be able to have all the best African teams in, in the competition and it will open many, many doors for more African teams to go late, uh, to, to go far in the competition. Maybe potentially have a, a final four of non-European teams. And I would love that. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. I uh, think we're, we're a podcast that we support big teams, but I think we like our underdogs a bit um, as short people ourselves. Uh, speaking of that, we yeah. will get on to the awards, our FIFA World Cup awards. And one of them is going to be uh, the short king. Well, Messi is the short king, just so everybody knows. But we'll pick a non-Lionel Messi short king of the tournament. But first, player of the tournament, gentlemen, Fergal, who's your, who's your, who's your player of the tournament? Would you agree with My... Messi being given the golden ball? Just because of Messi. Yeah. Right. yeah, well, my my um, my player of the tournament, I um, think... I think he, he, he for me he didn't have a, a really good run of games um up until the the quarter final. And oh. then the quarter final for me he really came into his own. Um I'm going for Harry Kane. Um, <laughs> I 
<laughs> is that all? That's all I have to say. Uh, what, what else to say? Everybody knows the joke here. Yeah, there you, there you go. Good, fantastic, George. <laughs> George, who's your? Who's your I, I, don't, I don't want to. I don't want to follow that. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't. Um, <laughs> I don't think Fergal's is mine. So you no, he's not. He's not. Um, I, I, I'm gonna have to go. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go Mbappe. Okay. I think he deserves something. <laughs> um, some, you know, he was just out of this world, and I think it, it's absolutely heartbreaking to score a hat trick in a final and, and not, you know, win it. Uh, he deserves. He deserves the World Cup as much as Messi does. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, he'll come again, Mbappe. But you know, he he does. He does. He deserves a lot of credit. Um, he, he's just a t- such a talented footballer, uh, and he's brilliant. So, so yeah, Mbappe for me. Um, I am going to go. Well, apart, I don't want to pick Messi, so I'm, I'm going to pick Griezmann. I think um, just because Griezmann is Messi's my player of the tournament, but Griezmann was Griezmann carried France to an extent and I know a lot of people have Griezmann as their player of the tournament but I think it's a bit underestimated uh, uh, like how much he made things move uh, I don't think Mbappe becomes top scorer if it wasn't for Griezmann obviously because he gave gave him yeah. a couple assists but the the transition from like middle third to final third was Griezmann and just good, really good movement and exceptional crossing uh, so mm. Yeah. yeah, Griezmann's Griezmann's mine. I I also think it's like it's amazing just like how you also oh, Griezmann should also maybe get more points just because like he, he his role just changed completely to what he's he's done before. Uh, yeah, like to 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 be to be putting in like almost like a box to box performance and like the defensive work and like some of the tackles were like it was like he'd been doing it for years that sort of like yeah. just yeah. stepping in Very confidently true. on the ball, pick his head up and then and then get. Uh, like that was the best bit about his play. Like not not only the defensive works, but then he can then once he's on the ball, he's then able to pick a pass out and start an attack. Um, yeah, it, it's incredible that Deschamps just seems to be able to to get him taken. If I was the Atletico Madrid uh, chairman or or a person making the decisions there, might be the time for to move Simeone on. Deschamps similar sort of style, but. Maybe he could he could get something out of out of uh, Griezmann for make him last a wee bit longer. Didier Deschamps would be so good for Atletico Madrid. I just realised that. That just came into my head there. I haven't thought about that, but as soon as soon as it came into my head, I was like, that that makes it, that actually lines up quite nicely. That is genius. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Just and I just on Mbappe, there was this tweet by Zach Lowry um, yeah. uh, on Twitter. Um, he turned. Oh yeah, he turned twenty four. Is that today? Yeah, it's Kylian Mbappe's birthday. birthday today, so uh, happy birthday, Kylian. 21st of December. He's five goals away from becoming the all-time leading goal scorer in the history of the World Cup. Yep. He's 18 goals away from becoming France's all-time leading scorer, and yep. he's 11 goals away from becoming PSG's all-time goal, goal scorer. He's going to go like Great. Ronaldo at Real Madrid. Like he Before Ronaldo came in, it was Raul, top scorer in Real Madrid history, I think. Uh, I think yeah. he was also the top scorer in UEFA Champions League history. Yeah, these numbers are on a different scale now. Yeah, because Ronaldo scored all these goals, similar to Messi at Barcelona, obviously. 
think Mbappe is going to do that with both PSG and France. There, there was another wee graph I saw on on Twitter that was like um, goals in World Cup knockout stages, goals and assists in World Cup knockout stages and UEFA Champions League knockout mm-hmm. combined. Yeah, and before the age of twenty four. And I think Mbappe is on like 74 and he's like, he's nearly got double of, of what Messi has. I think that's what it was. of wow. Goals and assists combined. Um, and, and then he's just miles off, uh, he's miles away from everybody uh, at the same age. So, yeah, um, yeah he's... Mbappe he's, was he, like he is special, but you know what? age of 17. You you know what I still look at Mbappe and I go and I go sometimes you're not that good. I still there's still moments in games when when he like makes poor decisions. So yeah. so like he's he's got so much room still to grow. Yeah. The point of making and like and like like in the final there he was missing for, for eighty minutes. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, but he only he Everyone only needed really a couple, bit. and then he was and then he was on it. So like mm. imagine what what imagine how good he'll be if he starts like. Taking control of a whole game, uh, and 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 improving it in all the little other things, he, yeah. he's he's gonna be amazing. Oh, he yeah. is already amazing. He's, I think it's it's gonna be mad the numbers he puts up. Yeah. People throughout the World Cup like forgotten because not many people follow PSG. Really, let's be honest. Uh, a lot of a lot of fans in general might have forgotten about his um, attitude issues. Like the there was a moment in a game just before the World Cup where uh, mm-hmm. someone passed to Messi rather than him. Like Messi was on the left, I think, and he was running down the middle, and it was passed to Messi, and he just like sulked and started walking around and and stuff. Uh, and similar moments yeah. where like uh, is he like that? Like is is that dangerous for for his you know long term legacy? How how is he gonna be? as a player for the rest of his career. Um, so we'll see how the rest of his club career pans out. International career. One of the legends of the game ever. Already. Um, so, yeah, what a player. Okay. Uh, before we do the team of the tournament, I wanted to reveal the results of our predictions from before the tournament started. And Harry's not here, so we can make fun all day long about some of his picks, which were great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that'll be that'll be really fun to watch. That uh, that'll be really fun to hear. Fergal, do you wanna do you wanna do you, do you remember any of your picks? Um, I remember I picked Kane as top goal scorer. Yes, you did. And you know, the he's my player of the tournament. So although although yeah, he, he he wasn't have a goal scorer, I'm still pretty happy with that pick. <laughs> um, I picked I picked France as the biggest disappointment. Yeah, which I, that was horrendously wrong. Yep. Um, mm. but I just didn't like them going into it. Um, yeah, I fine. had Argentina winning. You had Argentina winning. Congratulations, that is correct. I did predict the winner. Yep. Uh, but then. France kind of counteracts that because, um, and did I have bit England as the biggest underdog? Yeah, yeah, England as the uh, courses. Yeah, yeah, dark horses. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. 
Fantastic. Um, and, and, and I, I, I think I, I think I got that spot on. That you yeah. know, they've done really, really well. They, they know, went toe to toe with France, didn't they? Toe to toe with France. I think the plucky, plucky, yeah, plucky England done well there. Yeah. And then one to watch was Rafael Leao and Leao. So before we went on, I, I, I'm happy with that because yeah. whenever he got came on, he was very good. Yeah, Santos was. I don't know. Who, Wrong who, not who, to play who, anymore. Who, who, like. Go, go through everybody else and then because uh, I'm trying to think of who the proper one to watch was like who really came out I don't know where but, but maybe hear everybody else's and then come back to it <laughs> okay well George uh, George George's winners were Brazil knocked out of the quarterfinals to Croatia George's yeah. disappointments were Portugal fair shout like that that worked out well, kind of well because they lost to Morocco at the end of the day huge disappointment yeah. and, they, and they didn't they didn't particularly play well. Uh, I was going to also, yeah, I was going to put like if I wasn't on the actual um, uh, podcast when you discussed these. Um, but Who did the hammer though? The hammer would, somebody. They did, but, you know, yeah. I was also going to caveat that with with Ronaldo, most disappointment as well. So I went, if I if I was actually on the podcast, I would have oh, okay. said it's going to be disappointing for Ronaldo. But yeah, probably the most disappointing player of the tournament uh, went unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top scorer, he had Neymar. Best player, Neymar. Yeah, that didn't work. It made out, sense it? if you picked Brazil. Yeah. Well, maybe not the yeah, top goal just... scorer bit, but no, I just thought he was just gonna he was just gonna turn it on the Sam Sauce. But yeah, but... and to be yeah. fair, he got injured the first game and missed the rest of the group. Yeah, stage, so not much he yeah. could do yeah. there. Well, that was predictable though, wasn't it? It's Neymar the World Cup. <laughs> it is Neymar the World Cup. Uh, Serbia's the Dark Horses. They were very close to qualifying out of the group stage, so possibly nah. not the worst shot in the world. And the one to watch was Gavi. That was good. Okay, Gavi, Gavi was great. Gavi was great when he played. Gavi and um, what's his face? Jamal Musiala. These yeah. two are, I think, the best two players that have that have They're been both established out in the teams already. Yeah, Gavi, yeah. no, Look, well, yes, he is because he, he plays. is like Leo wasn't getting started, but yeah. he's no, in, but they're I both in think, the team already. I I still think he, either he's so young, Gavi. I think it's a bit of a disservice to to consider him, you know, not someone. Not, you know, I, I I don't think he's that in the limelight. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I mean, he's the golden boy, I guess. So yeah, he did. He did win golden boy. <laughs> he won the golden boy award. So literally the best player in the world. Um, but I get what you mean. I did. Argentina winners. Uh, disappointments as England and Fergal Fergal. You know, you had the the underdogs as tournament. They did go as far as the quarterfinals and toe to toe with France and all that. So that's a bad pick, to be fair. That's a bad pick. Bad. Yeah, you, you you had your USA cap on whenever you were saying that. Yeah, I, th- I think I did. I think I did. Uh, England's performance against the USA was shambolic, to be honest. Um, top goal scorer and best player was Messi. That was really close. I think it was a one goal difference. Yeah. Because Mbappe decided to score hat trick at the freaking final. So, uh, Dark Horses, the Netherlands. I don't know why I picked Dark Horses, Netherlands. Like, Maybe they were in the World Cup last time, I guess. But 
It's not bad shit. Like they, they nearly, nearly knocked Argentina out. It was nearly yeah. one of the best comebacks of World Cup history. That that Veghorst goal. The Veghorst goal uh, is iconic, to be mm. honest. But are they dark? Are they dark horses? I, I would say that. Uh, yeah. Dan, are they with the profile of players they've got? They don't have that good of a team. But if you compare them to like South Korea, Senegal, Morocco. Oh, yeah. You know, actual sort of smaller, smaller footballing nation. You wouldn't yeah. say. Well, I suppose like, look, the dark horse in this in the in the World Cup was Morocco. So yeah. I suppose if you're if you're equating them to Morocco, no, they yeah. weren't as as long as much of a long shot as them. Yeah, 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 fair. Uh, but go, the Netherlands going into the semi final would be further than. I think most people yeah. would have expected. Uh, that, absolutely. Speaking of the Netherlands, the one to watch was Xavi Simmons, and he barely got any minutes, so that was probably my Did worst he get game. on at all? Uh, he got on, I think, in the first or second game for like the last five minutes, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, got very few minutes. Harry, okay, Brazil as the winners. Okay. The disappointments was spot on. Belgium. I remember that. Yeah. Belgium and Germany would be the two big disappointments. Yeah. Top goal scorer Mbappe. Okay. Okay. Uh, but the best player, uh, he had Neymar. So I, I guess that, that's to do with Brazil winning. I remember him saying, like, it's going to be Argentina, Brazil. Whoever wins will have the best player. Yeah, he did say that. Uh, so if Argentina wins, it's obviously going to be Messi. If Brazil wins, it's Neymar. So Dark Horses, Denmark. One point for a group that had Australia. And I, I I thought them I I can't slag them off it. My I I remember on the podcast I said I said I I rated I, I remember going through the ones in my head I wanted to pick uh, and I was like I picked England but I, I said I said um, Uruguay Serbia and Denmark and all mm. in the group stages. Yeah. So <laughs> my dark I it, my predictions at the start were horrendous. The ones I put down there were good, but the ones I said on the podcast just. As like sort of spare thought, yeah, horrific, absolutely horrific. It's good they recognize that. Uh, Harry's one to watch was Jude Bellingham. Good pick. I think, yeah, it is because of his increased role. Didn't he play mo? He played most minutes for sure, if not every minute. And he was and good. He was very good. Best, best. He, player, yeah, he's up there for for young player of the tournament. Yeah, um, yeah. He, and, and... He's just missing a missing a crucial penalty for me to be to get that but um he he's he's definitely up there yeah um, <laughs> he's up there <laughs> he should have taken it from um, kane should have taken it from kane yeah scoring two penalties is not he's not for everyone really so no yeah was, um, the likes of Mbappe. you know what i mean okay but um yeah, who 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 would be the one to watch player if if you were to look back who was the one that really broke out Unahi. Uh, Bunahi. Unahi from uh, Morocco. Oh, Unahi. Unahi, yeah. Yeah. Unahi is the Bunahi. breakout player of the tournament. <laughs> Who let's be honest. Like... <laughs> Who's Bunahi? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Unahi, Unahi is the I would say, player yeah. Of the tournament. That, about it. I can't think of anybody else, really. I think, I think Bellingham. Yeah. Uh, I, I know Bellingham. Nah, has not to the same but... extent. Bellingham is world class already. Like, if, you have to, if you had to pick one player that came from nothing and is now, like, or not came from nothing, nobody knew going into it, really, and nobody was talking about and then they've 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 really come out of nowhere. Yeah, I'd say. Um, Pre World yeah. Cup, yeah. Alex Stewart, uh, previously of Tifo, now of Analytics FC, one of the Don't most prominent, uh, like football analysts online. 
did not know anything about Anahi. Like, that right, was in okay. 2021. I thought you were going to say he called it. I was like, geez. No. What, it, the club needs to sign him up if he's making predictions like that. He didn't, he didn't know who Anahi is. I saw, like, a, a tweet that was retweeted after the Portugal game. And Unai had a really good game that day. Uh, someone had asked him about Unai as a replacement uh, to, like, I think as like Tony Kroos at Real Madrid as like a really cheap option or something like that. It's yeah. uh, someone that can that can be a, a midfielder that progresses the ball well. And Alex Stewart's reply was like, the the question was, do you watch anything of him? What do you make of him? The response was nothing. Sorry. So like. Yeah. yeah, I don't think most people knew who he was. Uh, what a player, yeah. man! I, yeah, he's he's really good. Okay, ready to do World Cup best eleven. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll start with the, the same cycle. Fergal, your goalkeeper of the tournament is blank. My goalkeeper of the tournament is Mister Shithouse himself. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. I am. Any for me? Well, uh, go, t- t- uh, we'll discuss them all. Where we could, how many yours is? Uh, George, goalkeeper. My, mine's mine's Livakovic. I think in terms of penalty, they, the commentators were saying it really weird, and I can't remember what way they were. Was it? Is Le- it not Livakovic? Livakovic. That's how I, w- I would have said it. Yeah, yeah I would. In my head, I always have Livakovic because yeah, that's what be we would have said playing football manager and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But Livakovic, I think it was the way he said. Yeah, uh, I mean, they they had a good. Um, yeah, they had a good defensive record. I thought he was great in terms of um, keeping clean sheets and keeping the ball out of the net for 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 penalties as well. So. It was the Brazil game, especially, wasn't it? Yeah, he had a phenomenal yeah. game against Brazil. Yeah, mm-hmm. very true, and against Morocco too. The the mm. third uh, place playoff is mm-hmm. really good at it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the third place playoff, I am going to just to be different. I had Lavakovic, but then I'll pick Yassim Bono just because you always pick Lavakovic. It's, it's it's a toss up between. It these could two. have been it could have been any of those. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. I think I'm happy to give it to Martinez simply because of the iconic photo with the golden glove. Now, oh, are we are we doing a? Com- I thought we were just giving our teams. A- yeah, all right. Do, well, goalkeeper of the tournament is going to be on your team, right? We're not FIFA, right? We don't hand out goalkeeper of the year right. and put a different goalkeeper at the starting eleven. Like yeah, we're exactly. not that stupid. So yeah. we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna go. Goalkeeper of the tournament is in your team. Um, right. Okay. Martin, my argument against Martinez is that he the he conceded the celebration at, at the end. Not the celebration. <laughs> he he conceded too many goals for me to consider him as one. But the save against Colomwani in the oh. 122nd minute, was it? Is the greatest save of all time. I, like, the- I don't think it, for the occasion and for the stakes and for the timing and for the chance itself and how reactive he had to be, that was the, the best save I have ever seen from anyone in any video. Like, it's yeah. the save. It's the save it's a, and all of the saves moment. should learn from it. Yeah, it is. In, in, in fairness, I thought it, this Mbappe's equalizer. I thought he actually should have saved that. Yeah, that that was another thing. Like the Mbappe equalizer and the Mbappe penalty in the shootout. Um, like, actually, yeah, had a big hand to it. Another yeah. reason I'd probably take it away from Martinez is because he did take the shit three a little bit too far. I know it might have done the mind games throwing the ball away, but I don't like it. 
but he did win, so it's that, it's that weird sort of mix-up. There was yeah, also okay. this like silly uh, Mbappe thing, the um, toy With that the had Mbappe. Yeah, that was... Yeah, it's a bit mental. Mbappe yeah. went four and zero against you in the final. Like he scored four times against you in yeah. one game in one two-hour time frame. Come on, man! Like we're gonna change it then, or? Uh, well, everyone's gonna give it a seat of the tournament, so let's. Uh... Oh, so we're not make, we're not making a combined. Okay. Uh, okay, we're not yeah, we're not making a combined. That will take too much time. We're already half an yeah, hour yeah. into the recording. Uh, <laughs> Fergal, you're right back. My right back, I've gone Hakimi. I was very close to going Molina, but he he, he made a mistake for Mbappe's equaliser. Um, and I think there was something else. But the goal he scored that Messi set up, he took that very well um, for a right back, especially mm-hmm. like the first touch to take it on, onto a stronger foot and to take it away from the centre back and then slot it home. That was a really, really good moment. And then he's just yeah. generally quite solid. Good. Hikimi for me though uh, as well. Um, so that the, the audacious, the audacity of chipping it down the middle, I think, is is enough. And and, and a great just, so, and, yeah, and a great celebration. And Morocco in general were pretty solid. So at the back, so Hikimi, yeah, for me. Great. Uh, your left back. What about is... you, Tony? Oh, Ali... me is Hakimi. Sorry. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> so it's it's coming. Uh, yeah. The the winning penalty against. Spain, a sound out moment from all of the World Cup. Left back, yeah. please, Fergal. Mazzarri. Um, left back was pretty weak, I thought, this tournament. Yeah. So, but um, Morocco were really, really solid, so I've gone with him. Am I going mad, or is Borna Sosa not the Croatia left back? Because the BBC website doesn't have Borna Sosa, which I found no, a little is. bit strange. I would have put Borna yeah. Sosa. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't disagree with it. It's much for muchness, really. Yeah. Mm. George, who's yours? Um, I didn't have an opinion on, on left-back <laughs> because, quite honestly, none of them stood out to myself. So I'm I'm happy with either of your picks, but I, just genuinely, I genuinely really struggled to, to pick, pick any. So I'm going to go Sosa. Um, but, but, yeah, I'm... Listen, yeah. All right, two centre-backs. Who's your centre-back pairing? Fergal. My first centre-back, very obvious, uh, Gavardiol. Yes. Um, could have been, been young player of the tournament. Really, really good. Mm. My second one, he didn't, uh, is um, a suitor for Australia. He was, Great shout. I thought, Great I thought, shout. I thought he was really, really solid. Yeah, that's very good. Um, yeah. I think my... Defense is going to be Morocco heavy just because they didn't concede a single goal all through the quarterfinal. Um, mm-hmm. So, thusly, Romain Saiz is one of them. But I could have picked any one of them. I could have picked Leo Mik. I thought he was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And Josko Gvardiol, obviously. Apart from... Yeah. So, in the Messi goal, he did everything right. Apart from the moment Messi turned, he showed him a little bit... Just, just enough for Messi yeah. on his left-hand side to be able to turn yeah. around. But, like... There's nothing you can do about exactly. it. It's just yeah, yeah. Uh, So, Yasko Gvario for sure. George? Mine matches Ali, so Gvario and, and size. All right. Defensive midfielder. Virgil. Sorry, I, I've, ju- I've just realized what he said there. That is mental that Roman Saiz is, is, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. had the World Cup he's had. 
Yeah. From from isn't he like he, he was like on the edge of the Wolves team in and out the odd time. Yeah. He it would it'd be good for um fantasy and then he's moved to Besiktas. Yep. And now now he's like one of the best centre back at um at the World Cup. Yeah. Um maybe not the best one of those. Yeah. DM. Yeah. Yeah. Um well I'll just give you my three. I've got three okay, in midfield. Cool. Yeah. I've gone Amrabat, yeah. Modric and Griezmann. Good. Good. I have Griezmann is one of my three midfielders. Amrabat is another. We take yeah, a sip of water. Same. Um, same, same, same here, Ali. So, so uh, I think those two are definitely in. I think they're in every everyone's team, right? I, I would, I would guess so. Uh, Griezmann is a lot of people's player of the tournament. So if you don't have him, yeah. maybe you might ha- shoehorn him if you wanted to like pick two other midfielders. You can shoehorn him on the left wing, but and like put Messi mm-hmm. as a nine. Uh, but it's very hard not to pick Griezmann. Um, mm-hmm. Who is your third, George? I, I, I've gone with Jude Bellingham. I struggled with the third, but I thought yeah. he really did control games a lot. The, you know, a lot of the time, and absolutely key for for transitional play for England because a little bit of um, tenacity, a little bit of physicality in the midfield with, with sort of running and dribbling with the ball and and getting it forward, we, we do lack that that sort of stop gap in between the more advanced midfielders and, and Rice and Phillips. Yeah. Bellingham like gives that balance and I thought he was really good all tournament. However, it, that's not a, a solid pick. You know, he was really good, but it, it's more that I don't, you know, I don't know who else would really go in there. Modric. Unahi would be, would be Inahi. Was, was one I, I was close to picking. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went with moderate kind of for sentimental reasons. Like it was, it was that he might, he might go as this last World Cup. Yeah, he definitely. might go on and play the Nations League final, isn't it? I'm, 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 I'm not sure what what he's doing with Croatia, but his his time in international football is is, is near the end. I'm guessing. Yeah, um, I so apart from Amrabat and Griezmann, I'm just imagining the two main midfielders that are linked to Liverpool right now: Enzo Fernandez. And uh, Amrabat, Sophia, is it Sophie, Sophia and Amrabat? Is he actually I'm, being linked to Liverpool? Yeah, both of them are. And I'm just imagining. Wasn't he at Watford? Amrabat. Uh, it might have been. Is it that Amrabat that was at Watford? Might have been. There was definitely an Amrabat that was at Watford. Could be his bigger brother, his older brother. All oh, right. Um, that makes sense. So yeah, I'm I'm thinking Amrabat and Fernandez double pivot. Holy God. What a center midfield that would be. Uh, and then, so I have Fernandez and Amrabat, and in front of them is Griezmann. That's my midfield three. Okay, let's go, if, since we did midfield three together. Front three, Fergal. Front three, um, I have um, Mbappe left. Yes. Messi right. Yes. And Kane down the middle. <laughs> what a pick. <laughs> What a pick! I I I love this. I oh, love this. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's like he he can play he can he can play in my Gaelic football team any day of the week. He's, <laughs> he, he is he 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 knocks points over the bars left, right, and center. Yeah, George just shaking his head, trying to stay calm. Who's who's your front three, George? Yeah, uh, mine has to be you know Big Rom Ronaldo. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
my, my um, right to left, Messi, Giroud, um, Mbappe for me. I've picked Messi and Mbappe, of course. Uh, Julian Alvarez up front. I don't think I didn't think I would pick Julian Alvarez until the maybe the semi-final, but the, then you look yeah. at his semi-final performance and final performance, and you kind of underestimate mm. his impact. Yeah, uh, just like but, but, go on. Sorry, no, I was going to say in terms of impact. I mean, Giroud, I, I think is criminally underrated at this point in terms of his career. Um, I don't I know if he is now, though. He is. We, he we is. have this right, discussion every time. But <laughs> I think he genuinely is rated at this point. Okay, I, at I, this I point. feel like he is. But, I, but, but even his time at Chelsea, I thought he was, and probably has been our best striker, Costa, Costa as well, since Drogba. And I think Giroud adds so much to a team beyond just goals. But finally, you know, he's now also contributing to to, to goals scored. Did he did he match um he Henry? beat Thierry Henry. He's, 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 he's beaten Thierry. That's he's insane. Been, he's beaten Thierry Henry's record by one goal. Uh, that's although insane. Mbappe's gonna break that record next oh, year. Yeah. So But that's why Mbappe is my left winger. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So oh, sorry, you yeah, I interrupted. I, I, I thought Richardson was the other one. Um, that was worth a mention as a striker. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know who he is because that that isn't Richardson. Um, and <laughs> and but the, the the good thing is uh, uh, is that you know once he goes back to Spurs he will become shy again. So you know it's just safe in the knowledge that you know it, it was just it was just a little it was just a little holiday away from Spurs that, that helped them. And then once he comes back, it's, it's all going to be the same. You know, yeah. the World Cup Anybody brings... who gets him in their fantasy team, do, do, you know, <laughs> don't even think about it. Do not think about it. Kane will continue to score a lot of goals for them, no doubt. Be brilliant and never win a cup. But Richardson will return to being <laughs> rubbish. Love that you like, put this little Kane thing in there as well. I love the commitment to this today. Um, the, the World Cup brings some things out of people that you just don't see. Like, we talked about Unahi, um, who didn't really think of Amrabat as that kind of elite defensive midfielder, all-action ball winner type of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And, uh, you know, Harry Kane with Gaelic football abilities. Uh, stuff like that. Stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, Julian Alvarez, I didn't think he would be that kind of complete forward. He was playing number 10 mm. with Man City before uh, going to the World Cup, so... Yeah, we'll no, see. He, he's definitely is more of like a, a striker. Right? Like he's just being played out of position, and yeah. I'm kind of a bit sad he's at Man City now as well because he he's a good enough player to be to be one of the main strikers in in in, a, in the Champions League team. Yeah, um, yeah, and like Haaland, Haaland does feel like he has like a uh, there's an expiry date on his time at, at City. I don't know if he'll, he'll get a second if he'll go for a second contract with them. That and uh, that'll take him past maybe three years there, so maybe yeah. there is. But Alvarez does feel like a perfect player for Man City that could stay there for longer. So maybe it will line up nicely for Alvarez's career. But it's kind of like maybe it, I I feel I hope I hope he I hope he gets the game time because he's a brilliant player. I feel like he would be an amazing replacement for Firmino at Liverpool when eventually mm-hmm. Firmino leaves. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Closed World Cup talk um, with 
the short king of the tournament. It's, it's a fitting ending to crown the World Cup short king. Apart from Lionel Messi, we all know Messi's well, the short well, this king. Well, Ali. I, I, we can try and do it, but I we hmm. were we were talking about it off air, and we were really struggling. Yeah, and we none of us has have given Messi an award, so I think we give him the most, you know, the biggest award that we can give him, and and we just say it how it is. There's no like, we we went through the other candidates, and yeah. it's just not it's just not there. I, I do have I, I, another candidate that we didn't speak about that has popped into my mind. Okay, go for and that's it. Aaron, that's Aaron Moy, for uh, Australia. <laughs> who, who, he was, was good, brilliant. He was okay. brilliant, and. Not only does he lack in height, but he he does lack hair as well. So he's been given two very harsh blows in life. So, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. He's been given oh, one on, harsh on, blow and being pulled. No, excuse <laughs> me. One harsh blow. Is that it's not one harsh blow? <laughs> no. Short, being short, short is king. Is, is, is kingdom? Mm. I don't know. You, you, you become a king by being short. This is a gift in life. Right. There's a certain royalty yeah. to being short, George. Yeah. And I don't think you're be, you're appreciating. Yeah. The, the Emir of Qatar is going to bust through my door to give me uh, give me the best because he's okay. he's saying you're short. You're you're uh, you know you're five seven, Fergal. Here's your cloak. Yeah. You know, the, it's... They, they might as well oh, have I, given I, the okay. best to Messi because he is short. Uh, you see what I'm saying? personally, I don't, I don't think they would they, they would have had a best ready for Larice because he's. He's over six foot. Yeah, that's my yeah. opinion. I, I think that was the deciding factor behind the bisht. Yeah, you bisht. You know what? You know what? We we hereby declare Lido Messi is the short king of the World Cup. The biggest honor this podcast could give to the yeah. greatest player of all time. You know what? We, we should all chip in is like a, a ten or something and actually send Messi the short king trophy. We should, like uh, just in just in case yeah. the, the the publicity. Like imagine, imagine we one of him with this. Oh no! You know what you do, Ali. If you're any good at sh- Photoshop, Photoshop a short king trophy with him lying beside yeah. it, like he was with the World Cup. Yeah. Or 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 or, or um or or the World Cup on one side and, and the short king trophy on the other. That would that yeah. would be perfect. I think people know how bad I am at Photoshop. If they know that I do the thumbnails, it'll, it'll this, make it even funnier. So the worse the Photoshop yeah. is, the, the funnier it is. Just saying. Well, you, just saying. You've said you've said short king of the World Cup. I mean, short king of all time. Uh, absolutely. Know? I mean, it's so, so at what Warwick Davis is up there, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at say so is that is that what it would be the acronym? So at. Um, uh, so so yeah. so. I don't know. So. So yeah, the so the so Short, um, shortest of all time. Oh yeah, it's be SK, isn't it? Scoat. 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 That's, that's yeah. dangerously close yeah. to the Scotus, yeah. but whatever. Um, okay, let's let's close in on the World Cup talk. Yeah, boys, we have we have ten minutes to go. I think it's move on, time to move on from the World Cup. If you're still watching, thank you. We're still going. Because club football starts now. Club football, literally right now. I think it's the first half between Man United and Burnley in the Carabao Cup. It's so weird that we immediately have the the World Cup back, like the the, the club football back. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, it's happening. It is here. So you know, it's it's a thing, and I guess we can talk about it. Um, Boxing Day is coming up 
in uh, as we record in five, four, five days time. It's twenty first, mm-hmm. depending how on how you look at it. Manchester United, five by days. the way, are one 0 up to a Christian Eriksen goal, assisted by Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Remember him? There will be loads of players that we entirely forgot about that they exist. Um, Wan-Bissaka is one of them. He started apparently. So yeah, got an assist to uh, Christian Eriksen. It's a strong team that's starting for them. That is Ronaldo-less. But it will be Ronaldo-less forever. And forevermore. Whoop. Your camera's not working for... Oh, there we go. No, there we go. All right. So... Yeah. Well, a crash when you started um, talking and praising Wan-Bissaka. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that in there, I think. Uh, okay, so uh, Liverpool play Man City actually on Thursday. Tomorrow. Oh, wow. Did I see? It's Wednesday. Okay. So the <laughs> Liverpool play Man City tomorrow. Um, that is mental. That is crazy. Yeah, that's, a, that's a bit. That's a bit much. I need a few more. I I need a few more um shit games to to warm up to that. I need a bit uh a few minor games for as a bit of lubrication to warm up into the the full throttle Liverpool Man City. Well, yeah. these happened yesterday. That's the problem. It happened. Almost happening today, yeah. Oh, yeah. Today. And and yes, today uh, as well. So, yeah, Southampton apparently won, and the their new manager Neil Jones, I think his name is from Luton. Uh, he came over from Luton Town, and uh, oh yeah, they won two one against oh, yeah, Lincoln. I very tightly. Forgot that. It feels ages ago. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> Graham Jones is now Southampton. Right. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Sorry. Graham Jones. Uh, and he uh, after the game he was like Rome wasn't built in a day. Neither neither was a fantastic Southampton side. They won against Lincoln. 2-1. Uh, Lincoln were up 1-0, and then it was 1-1 in the 25th minute for a while until the 74th minute when uh, Che Adams won it for him for them with the second goal of the day. Uh, Gavin Bazunu scored no goal, but moving on. Right. Uh, who, who wins tomorrow? Oh, God. This is this is so tiresome. <laughs> Man City or Liverpool advancing? Let, let, let's not predict it. We'll, we'll okay, never mind. It. We're mentioned. Okay, it is mentioned. Liverpool play. <laughs> it is it. mentioned. We've no clue what's going to happen. Who does? No. I can't even remember who plays for Liverpool. Uh, I do, I don't know who starts to be honest. From for like, yeah. does Julian Alvarez yeah. come back? Does he not? Like, would would like who is go- like? Ha- Haaland is Haaland is ready. He actually there was uh, a funny video of him on the training ground. Um, that 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 was doing the rounds. It was actually yeah. it actually was funny. It wasn't actually bad football humor. It was good. Interesting. I've seen that, to be honest. Uh, and then Boxing yeah, yeah. Day comes back. Our beloved Boxing Day. I have a flight that day. Fantastic. Uh, so I'll, I'll miss it all. But Brentford Tottenham kicks things off at 7.30. Then there's a bunch of games <laughs> at 10. And then 12.30. Then 3. And it's football all day long. You know what we should try and do? We should try and remember who's managing oh. each team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please, no. no. I, I'm there looking. I'm I'm seriously like who's managing? <laughs> Here's a really good question: Who's the manager of Wolves? Uh, Lapetegi. Fantastic, well done. Uh, who's the manager of Villa? Mm. Oh, Emery. Emery. Oh yeah, Emery. Yeah. George forgot. Uh, okay, yeah. so the, these were the. Who's two the manager of Bournemouth? Brighton? He's Brighton. Like oh, Roberto De Zerbi. I know that. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth, it's still Bournemouth. Gazza O'Neill, is it? Still, Ga- still Gary O'Neill. I think they renewed him a- for 18 months, if I remember I correctly. Um, 
So Boxing Day happens, then there's the 27th. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna straight up ask you two since you're, you're Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea have had an interesting season. Obviously, the conversation about uh, George's suggestion that Chelsea could have a title challenge is long gone now. It feel that feels 14 years ago. Um, we're, oh, we're currently in eighth, and we're um, we're 16 we're points way, off. 16 yeah. points off. Yeah, 16 points off. The, off. the top. Top. Yeah, but I don't think top is a, is a conversation off. anymore. Our form really annoys me. We're 16 points off, but we've we've lost three and drawn two of our last five games. Yes. The games were against Aston Villa, Newcastle, Arsenal, Brighton, and Man United, all of which I would say are winnable games for Chelsea and Correct. would have put us in the title race. So... I'm very frustrated that my prediction hasn't come up, and I don't think. Uh, I, I know me and Has will still argue in terms of you know whether Chelsea were were actually performing well or or not, but I think that still think there's no excuse why we're not up there. But anyway, do you have any expectation from the season at all? Top four, it's top four, yeah, yeah, interesting because on Liverpool's side. I have no idea. I have no idea. It all hinges on the transfer window and the timing of the takeover if it's going to happen. Uh, reading on Twitter today that a Dubai consortium took over, uh, which which feels odd, but, you know, regardless, if it happens, we'll have more money and we can sign people now. Uh, Man, United, Man United have just gone up to nil just now. So I would say if we do sign people in January, especially Enzo Fernandez and or Amrabat, top four would be very much in the question. Like, very much like possible, yeah. I would say. It, it should be I, are you a bit worried that you're signing Amrabat? Like, were you linked to him before the World Cup? Because... Like, Enzo Fernandez, I get. Like, this guy has been incredible. But Amrabat does feel like a, a post-World Cup get the, one of the stand, standout players. Um, like, Amrabat has that, been... That, make, that, that sort of move makes me worried about, about the judgment. Unless, like, there's, you know, there's good reason behind it and someone they've been monitoring but beforehand. But I think Amrabat was someone we thought of for a little bit. He was... Like on the radar because he's he's okay. been a pretty consistent performer for Fiorentina. So I haven't watched a lot of Fiorentina, but he's been there. Like he's he's very established in Syria. Like so, um, right. so yeah. Here we go. That was that was a big train crash of a preview for the club football. I genuinely don't know what to say. Uh, mm. it, it all it all feels too early. Like just give us a break. <laughs> for everything and then come back in like the new year I would have thought everyone feels ready again but it'll be yep. interesting to see how teams respond to the break first of all if, if people haven't played or coming back from the World Cup in such a short space of time um, yeah we'll see uh, it, I do look forward to tomorrow's game even though it's it's the, the least I've been excited about a Liverpool Man City game probably ever understandably for obvious reasons so all right just to wrap up then ali 
just uh, that's gonna uh, I, I just popped into my head. We haven't talked about our Spotify wrapped. Yes. Uh, so th- thanks for everybody that's listened, no matter what way you listen or, or watch us on YouTube. Um, but the Spotify wrapped somehow. We're in the top twenty-five most followed podcasts on Spotify. Yes, that is blows correct. my mind. It does. Then it says well, one of the stats was you released eight videos on this year. Uh, this year on Spotify, you were in the top twenty most viewed. Top twenty percent. That's of, that's of, being of top most viewed video podcast. Yeah. Top, and uh, so, yeah, top 25 most fall podcasts, top 20% most views. And uh, I want to give this sh- a shout out for the five fans that have the podcast as their number one listened to podcast and the 34 oh, that really? have it in their top 10. Uh, Unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It, we're, we're, we still feel small, uh, but I feel like. Uh, the the Spotify Wrapped has revealed a and lot of things. And it's okay to be small. We love being small. We love being yeah. small. We we champion yeah. being small. Yeah. Um. But it's uh. It blows us away that that we have, yeah. People looking forward to the podcast every week, and it really keeps us going. Um. It's this like past three months in particular have uh, had a lot of, the World Cup has had some big breaks in it. Uh, we're just all in our own world and. Uh, and just really busy people in general, um, but it it keeps us going, and it keeps us going that um, you guys look forward to it every week. That doesn't include YouTube views, which are small, you know. Let's be honest. Mm. Um, but it uh, it's a big motivator knowing that we so. just need to um, we just need to get more clickbait thumbnails by Anthony Taylor by the looks of it. So hopefully yeah. he does more talk. <laughs> So our most viewed video is the is the Anthony Taylor one. Even like I think it's more than double the James Alcott one, which is just mad. No, not more than yeah, double. Sorry, it was the, it was the podcast after Alcott, yeah. which is just bizarre. Yeah, it's, it's more. got loads more, loads, loads more. more compared yeah. to it. Yeah, that is true. Okay, no, thank you all. Um, if we see you by the end of the year, then yeah. Uh, but I I don't feel like we're gonna have a podcast before Christmas, so. Merry Christmas! Yeah, no, celebrating. yeah and, Happy holidays! Um, happy holidays! Merry Christmas! And yeah, we'll probably be mm-hmm. back. We'll we'll be back after Boxing Day at some point, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm I'm gonna have a flight. I'll be back home. Uh, with the with the family. Well, not exactly home. I'll be uh, I'll be in Saudi Arabia, actually. One of the 2030 World Cup hosts. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll spend some time there. And uh, yeah, so I guess I will see you from over there. That'll be fascinating. Uh, first time, obviously, recording the podcast from the Middle East. Um, well, no, I record podcasts from Egypt. First time recording podcasts in Saudi Arabia. So yeah, that'll be good. Um, so yeah, hope you guys, Fergal and George, have a fantastic time in Christmas and the holidays and all that. Um, listeners, viewers, everyone that's supported podcast, shared it around in any way. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful time. And uh, we will see you after Boxing Day. There will be a few games that have been played, and we can actually have stuff to talk about club football. So (laughs) thank you for your support. We will see you soon. On to good things.